So in the back of my head, I was just like, Busi, how dare you be ungrateful? How dare you be ungrateful for this life that you have? So I tried so much to suppress that I was lonely, to suppress the fact that I wanted people to talk to me. It was, I felt ashamed for just even thinking about voicing it out to say, you know what, guys, I'm grateful that you guys are coming here, but you know, you're not asking about me. You're not focusing on me. Everything is about my child. And I think that continued even after the fourth trimester. It was mostly about the child, right? And it should be about the child and the mother. Welcome to Mom on Purpose with Busi Sholo, the podcast. I am Busi Sholo and each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring message or conversation to remind you that motherhood was never meant to tame you. So if you're ready to get untamed, to redefine motherhood for yourself, to learn and unlearn, to reignite and pursue your dreams beyond motherhood, then you are definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Hello guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Mom on Purpose with Busi Sholo podcast. Oh my goodness, I am so mind blown by the love that everybody showed me when I dropped my trailer last week. I can't get over it actually. Um, I mean on YouTube, Anga Yozi said, I'm ready. I cannot wait for this one. And on IG, Melissa Musuo said, congratulations, sis. We can't wait. Listen, you are a voice that matters. Oh my goodness. If this isn't love and support, I mean, I don't know what is. I'm so grateful for you guys. Um, and know that you can leave your, your comment and review in whichever platform that you are enjoying this podcast from and I'll be sure to pick one or two every week to just spread the love and also know that you can leave your questions that you have for me you can drop them via email to me on info at onpurposewithbusishola.com and I'll be sure to drop that email address on the show notes so how did we get here why the podcast Okay, so from June 2022, I've been doing an IG show, which is Mom on Purpose with Busishol on the show, um, and I was doing it every week, having conversations with amazing moms where they came and they shared their own stories about motherhood and how they're navigating mom guilt and pursuing their dreams and just their core beliefs in um, pursuing their dreams as a mom and you know because sometimes there's a narrative that if you're a mom you cannot do this and you cannot do that so everyone was just coming and pouring their hearts and sharing how exactly they do things so then I got requests on can you please put this on YouTube we're not always available to listen on Instagram you know so this was just a natural progression of the show so yeah that's how we got here and another reason is that I'm so so much of a big fan of storytelling, right? Because storytelling is empowering. Storytelling is liberating in that when you hear somebody else um, speak their story and say what they've gone through and how they do things without being ashamed of it, it actually makes you to get rid of the shame as well. It empowers you because you are able to say, I'm not the only one. People actually go through these things, right? So yeah, I believe in it so much. It's so liberating. 
it gives us language. Oh my goodness, that's a big one. It gives us language because sometimes it's possible to go through something and not really know what it is and not really know what to call it. And then you watch somebody else who's telling their story or you read a book where somebody's telling their story and you're just like, oh, they put it so well. That's what I've been going through and I didn't know what to call it. So that's why we are having the podcast. Okay, so let's get started on this week's episode. I have entitled it Becoming a Mother. Just because of how potent the word becoming is, right? Um, I looked it up and the Oxford Dictionary said that becoming means to develop into. And it also said that it means to grow into. So if I were to perhaps rephrase today's episode and instead of saying becoming a mother and use this definitions, it would be develop into a mother or grow into a mother, which makes so much sense because the entire journey and role of motherhood is about becoming, about growing into And that's absolutely amazing. I think this topic is very important because so many moms are struggling with becoming a mother and so much so that because becoming also speaks of the transition into motherhood, right? So I know that so many moms are struggling with it and I struggled with the transition myself. It was hectic. So I believe that this conversation is very necessary. So adjusting to motherhood can take longer than we think. So, and which is why I want to put emphasis on the fact that becoming a mother is not only um, for the mom who's just becoming the mother for the first time, is not only about the newborn stage of motherhood. I mean, you are becoming every day. You are becoming a mom to a newborn, yes. You're becoming a mom when you're um, entering the terrific twos. You are becoming a mom still when you're becoming a mom to a preschooler, a primary schooler, a high school. You, you can see where I'm going with this, right? You are forever becoming and adjusting and transitioning to different seasons of motherhood. So it is very, very important, right? And another thing is that as moms, we always pressure ourselves to wanting to know. Like we always say, I should have known this. I should have known that. I should have known that this, you know, I'm a mom. I should have figured it out. I should have known, we always say. But I think the word becoming liberates us in that we are continuously learning. We are continuously unlearning. We shouldn't be knowing things. It's, it's, it's not a, a trap to say, okay, if you don't know or if you didn't know something, then you're a bad mother. No. So becoming a mother is a very important topic. So yes, um, motherhood is a continuous journey of learning. Underline journey. I want to read a quote from Michelle Obama. It's from her book, Becoming. And she put becoming so beautifully. And I quote, for me, becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a specific aim. I see it instead as forward motion, a means to evolving, a way to reach continuously towards a better self. The journey doesn't end. And that is absolutely amazing. The journey doesn't end. Um, She put it so well and I agree so much because you you don't wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm tired of being a mom. I'm no longer going to be a mom. You don't get to do that, right? Um, so the journey doesn't end. You're continuously learning. And for me, it just put emphasis on 
the importance of giving yourself grace in your journey of becoming a mother, right? So I've got points and things that I want to share that I wish I had known before becoming a mother about becoming a mother, right? So I want to share a few of those with you. Okay, number one is that becoming a mother is as much about the mother as it is about the baby. The honest truth is that it can be made about the child. At least it was like that for me. Listen, I was excited that I'd given birth safely, praising God. I mean, those toothless smiles from my girl were everything. Um, and there came a time when I, I, we were discharged and I went home and I was updating friends and saying, okay, you know what, I've given birth and I'm at home. You guys can come and see us and everything. But it really seemed like the fourth tri trimester was about my child, that everyone who was coming in was like, oh my goodness, she's so beautiful. She looks like your grand. She looks like your mom. Oh my God, she's got her dad's eyes. And I was grateful that people came to see us. But there was a part of me yearning and wanting them to ask about me. How are you doing, Busi? How are you taking everything? How are you feeling about motherhood? It, was, it seemed like people were silently or unconsciously saying to me, okay, you've done your job of bringing this child to the world. Thank you so much. Move over so we can focus on her. And the biggest part of it for me was that I couldn't voice it out. Or maybe, let me say, I believed that I couldn't vo uh, voice it out. Um, listen, this is how my life was. I was at home because we were not married yet. Um, and people, or maybe let me say in, in our society, in our community, th there was a lot of stories and a lot of, I don't want to call them stories as if they were not real, but there were a lot of uh, girls my age who actually were pregnant but then sometimes you find that the father of the child is not in their lives and or maybe they are in their lives but they never get to a point of tying the knot and all of that and here I was I was loved by the father of my child my now husband I was engaged he was there he was supportive he never even in one day made me doubt that he was going to be there for us so in the back of my head I was just like Busi how dare you be ungrateful how dare you be ungrateful for this life that you have? So I tried so much to suppress that I was lonely, to suppress the fact that I wanted people to talk to me. It was, I felt ashamed for just even thinking about voicing it out to say, you know what, guys, I'm grateful that you guys are coming here, but you know, you're not asking about me. You're not focusing on me. Everything is about my child. And I think that's continued even after the fourth trimester it was mostly about the child right and it should be about the child and the mother I mean I think from pregnancy onwards it should be the mother is as important as the child but I wish I had known that because it would have liberated me and I would have been able to say you know what I need a break I I'm, I'm, I should have been able it I could have been able to have the courage to ask for help and say, you know what, this thing doesn't feel like the way everybody said it was going to feel, or maybe the way that I expected it to feel, because I had an expectation of my own on how motherhood should be and how motherhood should feel, right? And I did not get that. So when it was hard, it was, um, it was harder for me to actually say it's hard and I need help because it felt like at that point, it wasn't about me, right? 
So another thing that I wish that I had been told or maybe known more about is that it's possible to lose yourself in the transition to motherhood. Um, I didn't know. I really didn't. When I became a mom, I was thinking about, okay, so how do I raise my daughter? How do I not repeat the things that I did not like in the way that I was raised? You know, there are things that you take with you and there are things that you just like, hmm, when I have kids, I am not going to do that to them. There are those kind of things. Um, so I wasn't thinking to myself, how do I become a mother without losing myself? I mean, th no, that wasn't even in my thought pattern at all. I was just, yeah, just trying to take, take it day by day in my becoming a mother. So I also want to acknowledge that some moms have a really... Um, I don't want to say smooth transition, but that they don't lose themselves. Some um, say, and this is from the conversations that I've had with different amazing moms, they say that I actually feel like I found myself in motherhood. Uh, but that wasn't my reality, unfortunately. I felt lost. I felt lost. And obviously it didn't happen um, overnight. It happened gradually. Um, initially, the newborn stage of motherhood is demanding for every mom. I mean, I wouldn't expect any woman to already be thinking about how do I reignite my dreams? How do I reignite my passions? How do I write the book? How do I become the top? What, 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 what in my career? Like immediately after they give birth. I know sometimes life will give us um, circumstances that we can't uh, really choose from. Sometimes you might have to go to, uh, back to work early. Sometimes you might have to make decisions that you wish, like, you know, right now, I wish I had the opportunity to just immerse myself in my uh, new motherhood journey and my new motherhood role, you see. So I wouldn't expect that. But um, I, I wasn't in a rush to go anywhere. So I wasn't thinking about that. I was just focusing on my child. Um, but then... What happened was I wasn't visiting friends. I wasn't thinking about going back to school. I wasn't thinking about pursuing my dreams. And I lived those kind of days for months and for years, right? Even when my daughter was becoming independent, she's walking, she's trying to say mama, she's saying dada and all of that. I just still... I fell into a routine. I fell into a routine of just waking up, cleaning. Even when she started school, I would dress her up. She would go to preschool. She'll come back and we'll try have, you know, the lingo. She was trying to put words together and I'll listen. And I prepare dinner, washing, ironing. That was my life, right? To a point that I lived completely disconnected from my dreams, completely disconnected from my goals, that at some point I felt completely disconnected from myself, that I couldn't recognize myself, right? And it is my daughter again who came back from school the one year and she was saying to me, Mama, when I grow up, I want to be a doctor. I still remember her adorable little voice. And then she asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? <clears throat> I kind of choked. I remember I didn't give her an answer that time about what I want to become. Oh, yes, I just brushed it off. I said, no, I'm already grown. But the thing is that question stung. And it was a question that actually led me to go back and ask myself, what do you really want to become when you grow up? 
right? But before then, I spent years, yes, years. And can you imagine day in and day out when I actually um, realized that I was literally losing myself thinking that I will never ever be in that point of actually achieving my dreams. I'm an overthinker. Um, and I'm working on it, but I really tend to overthink things. So I, it was so bad that I thought to myself, maybe I wasted my education. Maybe I wasted my time going to school because here I am a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home wife, um, and I am not enjoying it. And for some reason, I had thought that I, I can't do anything beyond that. That, that was it for me, Right. Maybe I haven't really given it. I don't think I'd actually given it much thought. But for me, it was, um, excuse me, also influenced by my background, not having my mother around. I didn't want to not be next to my child. So I think there was also that separation anxiety. If I look for work and all of those things, I it I, will feel, I felt like I was going to be a bad mother. But I didn't take time to explore what else can happen what are the other possibilities how can I pursue my dreams still and still be a good mother to my child I didn't even think it was a possibility at that time can you know sometimes when you are in the funk of the situation it's it's hard for you to to have perspective and see outside of what things can really become right so yeah it's possible to lose yourself in motherhood and I wish, really, really wish that someone had told me that and given me pointers on how not to lose myself, right? Um, which brings me to the next point. I wish I'd known that motherhood is lived in seasons, that there are different seasons within the journey of motherhood. And how that would have saved me from losing myself would have, um, it actually would have made me realize that the hard this, um, the hard season rather of motherhood where I, I couldn't uh, pursue my dreams and the newborn stage where I was, I was overwhelmed and I was tired. The truth is that in that season, the newborn season, I was at home um, and everyone would wake up in the morning and go to school and go to work and the dirty house and the child and the laundry will be left to me. And... <laughs> If you are a mom, you know how difficult it is to, ta to take care of yourself. You are tired postpartum and the house. I, I mean, I remember the times where I'll just be bathing and then I'll hear my daughter crying. I'll have to get out of the bathtub. I'm not ready. I'm not done, but I'm just going because she's crying and she needs me. At that time, I had swept the two rooms and then you could see the dirt and everything in the passage because I was doing your I was trying, I've never found cleaning a house so difficult in my life, right? Um, but for me, that was amplified into thinking, how did my life get like this? How did I get here? But had I known that there are seasons, I would have known that, you know what? This is just a season. My child is going to grow. Um, things will change. Um yeah, and that I have a right to be actually be able to ask for help and say, okay, before you guys leave for work, can you at least make sure that this is done so that I, I don't actually struggle like this and still have to cook dinner and everything um, in, in during the day. But I kept quiet, right? I didn't talk to anyone about it because I was just like, again, I don't want to seem like I'm ungrateful. And so I didn't, because I didn't look at it as a season, I didn't look at 
it's something that's going to end, I felt miserable. But the Bible does say that um, for everything, there's a season, a time for everything under heaven. And that's absolutely true. Um, it, no matter how hectic a season is, it's that. It's a season. It's going to pass. Just like how there's winter, there's spring, there's autumn, and there's summer. It's like that in motherhood as well. There's the newborn stage and how demanding it can be. And then, but you can also see your child growing and becoming independent and learning to do their own things, which affords us mothers an opportunity and time to do things that we were not be, that we were not able to do before, right? I think the gist of this point for me is knowing that what you cannot be able to do in one season, you can definitely be able to do in the next season. So you can't write your life off or just use one difficult season to define your entire life. So what you are not able to do in one season you can be able to do in another season. And another thing about seasons, it's important to embrace the season that you're in because it allows you to actually um, be at peace, have joy, um, and it gives you that perspective that you have, um, or maybe rather that you don't have when you don't have that outlook of life and motherhood being lived in seasons, right? So it's important to embrace your current season of motherhood and um, the next point that I have is the fact that you can choose the kind of mother you want to become it's funny how I knew when I was pregnant that there are things I didn't like about the way that I was parented and I won't be taking those things into motherhood with me and I kind of had a clue of the kind of mother that I wanted to become. But it, in the same breath, I felt pressured to be this kind of mother that society expects me to be. So I, I had a clue, but I really wasn't sure if I'm really, really allowed to choose the kind of mother I want to become. I felt like there was like a, a specific uh, box, so to speak, um, and this is how mothers should do things. This is how mothers should behave. This is how mothers should dress. Yo, because I remember the one time I actually spoke to, not speak, but I had bought an outfit. And <laughs> it's like buying a new outfit can be such a confidence booster, especially in new motherhood. So I was still very new in motherhood, hadn't done shopping for myself in a while. And while I, I had gone to, to shop for my child, I just bought one item for myself that I came and I tried it on and I took um, a picture and I sent to someone and I just said, oh my God, look at this dress. I'm so in love with this dress. And then the response was just like, uh, but you are a mom now, so how can you dress like that? And I was just like, so bummed. And I was just like, why did I even share this with this person? But anyway, back to the point is that you can decide the kind of mother that you want to become. You can decide if you want to be the mother who's going to pursue her dreams still you're going to be the mom who's actually going to show your kids that it's possible for you to be loved to be in a family to be married to to actually do whatever it is that you want to do and still raise your children well right um that it doesn't take away from that it doesn't make you less of a mother if you are pursuing and cultivating all these other areas of your life um again there's a quote by michelle obama 
again from the book Becoming that I loved so much. She, she said, if you don't get out there and define yourself, you'll be quickly and inaccurately defined by others. And I love that so much. It is so, so true. There are so many definitions of motherhood and so many shoulds and shouldn'ts um, that people have this definition of what it means to be a good mother and we if we don't take the time to ask ourselves what does being a mother mean for me what kind of mother do I want to become actually just take those two questions and make them general prompts and take the time to answer them if you're driving just just ponder on them if you can take out your journal your ipad and just write down um what what does motherhood mean for you what does being a mother mean for you What kind of mother do you want to become? What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind for your children, right? Um, You can answer the thing, I want to be the kind of mother that teaches my kids about God. I want to be the kind of mother that teaches my kids how to pray and how to trust God with their lives. I want to be the kind of mother that teaches my kids to pursue their dreams. And how are you going to do that? I want to be the kind, you know, all of those things. And I think... Also, at the back of your head, keep in mind that you're going to keep learning new things and unlearning certain things. And that what you wanted to be, the kind of mother that you wanted to be three years ago, you are allowed to change that. You are, you are allowed for it to evolve as you are evolving. It's not just some rigid definition that we are building, even when you feel like, I, I can't keep up. For example, let's say you said that you want to be the kind of mother that can cook healthy meals for a family every day. And then maybe you land up on a job that's so demanding that you can't do it every day. You can maybe do it three times a week. Then you're going to feel guilty and be like, but now I'm not living up to what I had for myself even though Busi said I could choose I'm falling short of my own definition of motherhood of my own wishes or how the kind of mother that I want to wanted to be I can't live up to that but know that because of circumstances changing certain things can change and you're allowed to go back to the definition and redefine what motherhood means for you and redefine the kind of mother that you want to become and that's absolutely okay so I think it's important for us to always always know that and Another thing about um, the importance of knowing that you can choose the kind of mother that you want to become is that the fact that you can choose the choice, it is so liberating. It is so liberating to know that you have a choice. It is so liberating to know that you're not forced to just fall into the good mother myth where everyone believes that mothers should do things like that and not do things like that, right? And... Another thing just for me is the fact that when you choose the kind of mother you want to become, it liberates you in a sense that you are able to work on areas of your life that you feel like need attention. This takes me back to when I was telling you guys about um, how I didn't speak up because I felt like I was gonna seem like I was being ungrateful. But the thing is, it's it's very much possible for you to be actually very satisfied and very happy about a specific area of your life and then be very unfulfilled and very unhappy in another area of your life. So when you choose the kind of mother you become, it allows you 
it it gives you that confidence to be able to say, you know what, I'm not being ungrateful. I just have looked at my life holistically um, and I know that I'm happy with one, two, three, four, but five, six, seven, and eight need my immediate attention. So yeah, that is it for today's episode about becoming a mother. So always remember that you are always becoming. Like Michelle Obama said, it doesn't end. The journey continues. So let me know your thoughts and what you wish you had known before becoming a mom and what just becoming a mom and growing into motherhood means for you. Don't forget to like, leave a comment, follow, subscribe, wherever you're enjoying this podcast from. I am Busi Sholo and I'll see you again next week.